Welcome to the PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. My name is Megan Rogers, and I'm the Director of Alumni Relations at Prestonwood Christian Academy. I'm hosting Life Talk with my friend and colleague at PCA, Dan Panetti. We are back with our Life Talk podcast um, with the Jones Family Part 2. Jones Family Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> we are excited that you have joined us and are listening with us right now. Um, so we're just going to dive back in. We're here with Alex, Nate, and Lindsay. And um, we're going to continue talking about family and relationships. So let's get started. Yeah. Cool. So one of the things we talked about... Um, that when you guys were here as a, as a family at PCA, right, we got to kind of walk through, right, you guys were a couple of years apart from each other, and so a lot of people uh, watched your family and your family dynamic, right, and we saw a closeness, and as you guys just talked about in the la- last podcast, about how your family is still close, mm-hmm. how you do a lot of things together, how you have traditions, and now you're starting your own families, um, and I think there's just a lot of people that we assume Right, like, oh yeah, you know, that's the kind of family that we want, but they don't know how to get there. They don't know how to do that. Maybe they haven't had that family background, um, but they want to start a family and they want to be close and, and they want to have that, you know, that great marriage and they want to have kids um, that love coming home. And so, what was it in your family dynamic? What did your parents do, right, that really kind of helped you guys become close as siblings? And then, what are some of the things that you're going to ca- kind of carry on into your own families, right, that you can kind of see as things that those great principles that you want to repeat yeah yeah no that's a great question um we were obviously blessed with awesome parents who um, just set a great groundwork for us of uh being intentional with each other in their own relationship which kind of extended to our relationships but um i think um just a big thing that that contributes to being able to be close um it was modeled for us by our parents to never uh, sweep things under the rug, mm-hmm. never, yeah. never yeah. not talk about things. Um, we, I guess, it's cool. Our family, we're not afraid to like call each other out on things. Mm-hmm. Um, if we see, you know, if, if I see something in Alex that I am like, we really need to work on that. It just <laughs> happened a lot. We, <laughs> yeah. um, we're not afraid to, to call each other out, and we we do that to each other, um, and uh, and encourage each other too not just in the bad things but the you know the encouragement too and so we everything is out on the table um some people may think that we talk about too much to each other but it it serves a purpose of being able to just be intentional and kind of build those relationships and then two um i think something and this is not something that we brought on ourselves but it was kind of inevitable it's just that our family has been through a lot of uh um I don't know how to word it, lots of stuff over the years. Um, As far as there's been a lot of medical things that we've gone through. Um, We've each kind of had our issues. We've gone through loss. We've gone through, um, you know, lots of ups and downs. And I think that can break a lot of people. um, But by the grace of God, it has really made us a lot stronger. There were years that we were in the hospital um, with Alex. Uh, and we would do school all day in the hospital. Mm. We would, uh, you know, eat our meals in the hospital. It was our second home. And um, and then years where we, we were homeschooled for a lot of years because uh, we, we couldn't go to school because we had medical stuff we were going through. And so because of that, I think, uh, you know, I think we all have a choice in situations like that. It can either break you or it can make you, you know. And so, like I said, by the grace of God, it, it allowed us to get closer um, yeah. and still does to yeah, this day, I think. Yeah, and I think that also just there was 
always this foundation of honesty and of vulnerability in our family. Like yeah. my parents were never like we we always joke about this now, but like they fought all the time because <laughs> and they weren't like afraid of it because like they like like they it, it was they were it was healthy like they you know they were working things they out. were working things out and they weren't trying to hide things from us or hide that they weren't perfect people or that they you know were both very different people that kind of thing and so I think that I know for me that's been an encouragement for me. Um, and even just in my relationship now where, you know, it's, it's okay. Like to, it, it's almost necessary to be completely vulnerable and completely honest with, with the other person because that builds a foundation of trust and that builds a foundation that's built up for success. And so, um, I know that, you know, encouragement for those who are working to build a family and, you know, with Lindsay, with two kids now and, um, Nate and I both, you know, Nate's married and me moving towards that. There's just... There's a there's a, that, that's a really great element and a really great structure to look towards, um, yeah. you know, in my own relationship. And so yeah, yeah. And, and one one thing I'll add, Alex, um, just just onto that, both of you said it so well. I think uh, one thing that I appreciated about how how mom and dad um, kind of structured our our family time or our time when we weren't working or at school, or whatever is. I mean, I have so many vivid memories of us sitting around the dinner table arguing about some topic or like like working through some debate or issue um, that really like really sharpened us and helped us to understand the world through um, a, a biblical worldview, but also, um, you know, helped us grow closer to one another because we were working through things together. And so um, I think that that's something early on, like I don't, I don't have kids yet, but something that my wife and I try to do is um, sit around the dinner table or have like time together where we can talk through things and just learn more about how we function and operate together. And I, even now, like when, when we're all back together as a family, um, we, we just sit around the living room talking for like hours. It seems, you know, we just talk. Um, and it's always such a sweet time. And a Asher's not there just yet. He's still on his iPad. <laughs> he's still like, I'm done my yeah. iPad. <laughs> he gets bored. He's, easily. Like, yeah. he's, he'll yeah. get there. He, he's getting there though. He'll, he'll get there one day. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, one of the other things I love about your family, um, is you're a, you're a pretty diverse family. Mm -hmm. We talked about one in the last one, how incredibly talented y'all are. So there's no diversity <laughs> there. So you're all true. incredibly talented. Um, but just racially, you're diverse. Um, I remember um, just meeting your mom and dad for the first time, right, as, you know, an African-American, right, and an Ang you know, Anglo-white right, woman, right, getting married. And I thought, you know, when they got married, right, and they got together, like, it was probably, you know, 20 years past the time that it was illegal, mm -hmm. right, to do that. So um, coming in as a mixed-race family, right, um, and growing up in that, what was that like, um, and what was the unique perspective that your parents helped you kind of um, understand right of, of your identity right as a, as a young person and then as an adult yeah um, well there's a lot there I feel like I mean we could talk about that for hours mm -hmm. but um, yeah. I think uh, you know I remember you said it was only so far past when it was illegal mm -hmm. you know for, mm -hmm. for there to be mixed-race couples and I know our um, great great-grandfather I think it's great great mm -hmm. right yeah, great. Um, on my mom's side uh, did not approve of my parents getting married. Mm -hmm. um, so even in the family, there was disapproval, and um, even on even my grandparents, they didn't ha they weren't they didn't disapprove, but they were concerned because they knew what they had to have to go through yeah. as a couple. Um, you know, going through their journey of, of being a mixed race couple, and so um, I think one thing my parents did really well was um, allow us to see. Uh, uh, normalize that, I guess, for us, yeah. um, seeing that in our family. And we, we always 
knew they didn't tell us to be colorblind Mm -hmm. um but they they taught us to cherish the fact that we have color melanin in our skin Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that that's a beautiful thing um i think growing up uh to be completely honest so we were raised in a very white world um there we didn't have a lot of i didn't never had a lot of black friends growing up um that was not something that i experienced until i was older um i mean i knew black people but we were in a a, just a lot of white um cultured places Mm um and uh i think something that i felt growing up um was i didn't really know where i fit being mixed so when i was in my group of white friends, I felt like the black girl. And when I was in a group of black people, um, I felt like the white girl mm-hmm. almost, even though I was, you know, I, I had dark skin, um, just because I grew up in a whiter world, you know, um, not good, not bad, just what it was. And so as I've grown up, I've had to learn to be more intentional about um, learning more about my black culture mm-hmm. um, because I am both right so I inevitably know about my white culture because that's how I grew up but I had to more dive a little deeper um, when I grew up when I, as I've grow up as I grow up um, to learn more about my black culture and part of what's helped me with that has actually um, marrying a black man mm-hmm. and so my husband um, my husband is black and uh, has actually taught me a lot about the black culture and it's interesting because I tell a lot of people that and they don't understand that I didn't know a lot about my half of my culture before I married him but it's just because of the you know world that I grew up in and so um so yeah it's a very different dynamic I feel like being mixed you know you kind of feel different in different atmospheres but I think being intentional with learning more about my black culture has been really cool growing up yeah for me I think that it was never necessarily that the same experience of like never knowing how I fit in as much um, but it was more of I don't think that I realized when I was growing up middle school high school um, just how um, non-diverse my circle was or my like friend group was until I actually looked back on it as an adult now mm-hmm. and I think that that just was something that I kind of was like I was really surprised by and I was really I didn't think about it at the time um, like Lindsay was saying kind of just my environment and just kind of how we grew up, that was kind of normal to us. Um, but I think it's really cool when you look at our family, I'm, I'm thankful for this, like, you know, it is very diverse, you know, with mm-hmm. um, all, all three of us being, you know, married or getting married to different races, which is yeah. kind of cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and, and not even that that's, it's just, it's just kind of cool. And it's just, it's just cool. Like Lindsay said, you know, we, we didn't grow up with, you know, being colorblind or, or, or not seeing color. It was more of like, yeah, like this is who we are. Like let's this is celebrate like, that well, well, yeah, let's just yeah. celebrate and let's, let's like, like we love, you know, each other. We love everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't this, um, you know, this avoidance or blindness of it. It was just a awareness and and you know enjoyment, kind of like what you were saying. So yeah, yeah. And, and the last thing I'll, I'll tag on the on there at the end is um, I felt I loved it. I love how you guys said you know just kind of the how we felt you know the kind of the the cultural world we grew up in what we what we thought back then and how we feel um about how it shaped us now um and i'll say you know i think that growing up in you know what we would consider i I guess is like it's been said a white a whiter world um with whiter peers um it it i think now looking back on it um it actually caused me um, and i'm sure alex and Lindsay as well to really um develop thoughts and opinions for ourselves around racial issues around um, how we thought about certain um, topics in our society that 
you know, we didn't necessarily um, have to think about when we were younger because we weren't really in those circles. So, um, so as growing up now and like, yeah, like, you know, last summer, for example, um, with all of the, um, the movements and George Floyd and everything going on, um, I know from, from me, I can speak for myself. I had, uh, I kind of had like a racial uh, awakening or like reckoning on like, hey, what do I actually think about these issues? Why do I feel this way? Why do I think about these things? Um, and so it's actually caused me to um, be much more uh, intentional and have to like ask myself questions and then um, really like form form opinions on it you know and then yeah. also like view that through a biblical worldview as well rather so, than just um, like just saying like oh i don't know how i feel or you know just exactly. being, like, refusing exactly. to talk about yeah it. of just it's, being like okay well this actually gives us an opportunity to like okay what what do we actually think about this how do we feel yeah. about this yeah. yeah totally yeah so so alex said something i don't know if everybody picked up on it because we've been we've been talking right on the podcast and off the podcast but he he said something about how each of you right is getting married to somebody mm-hmm. who's like a different race yeah. which is yeah. interesting because as a as mixed race Right, you're like, oh, like mm-hmm. this is interesting. But so, Lindsay, your husband, right, mm-hmm. is black, mm-hmm. right? Nate, your wife is um, Mexican, right? So Correct. she's Hispanic, yeah. right? And Alex, your fiance, is white. Mm-hmm. So, just, I mean, yeah, you think about that from the Jones family perspective, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. right? You're a very diverse family, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me let me just ask you in in the process of going through this and kind of learning more about um, your right ethnicity and your background mm-hmm. right what's one thing that you learned that you kind of that you thought well this is something that I didn't know before or I really think is valuable um, that other people need to know about yeah I think for me just the biggest thing is just not kind of like what I already said but just not being passive okay um, and just actually not being afraid to actually have a conversation even if you're having a conversation with somebody who who totally holds different views or holds different opinions like that's okay like but not being afraid of the conversation that when it comes to race and of course like in the culture that we're in right now and just the heat of everything that was going on this past summer and this past year it's it's a much more touchy subject for a lot of people um, and just uncomfortable for a lot of people I think um, but I think that I learned at least to like not be afraid or to be um, passive in having those conversations because like they need to be had mm-hmm. and then we need to be able to like, have conversations again like I said whether or not we all agree or like have the exact same opinion on everything being able to at least have a conversation yeah. with mm-hmm. and like me and my fiance like, we've had conversations about this and how we are processing it and how we've um, had have, have grown up a certain way and, and have different opinions on or, or have developed different opinions even from when we grew up and that kind of thing. And so I think being able to have a conversation is so huge. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's really important, right, to have people that you are close enough to and trust mm-hmm. that you can have conversations, that you can say things that you're learning and mm-hmm. right, have somebody come alongside and say, hey, I, I, I see that differently because of this, right, and giving people the grace to kind of have those conversations. Yes. Right, and learn through the process. I think yeah. we we kind of expect everybody. It's like, well, you know, hey, we're if we're all Christians, we all see the world the same way. Right. It's like, yeah, well, that's not, not really. But, yeah. we're, we're, but we have different experiences. Yes. Right. And we have sure. different pasts, and we have different things that have affected us. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, if I haven't walked in your shoes, right, then I haven't right. seen the world through your perspective. Right. And so, right, even though, right, you know, we all see um, everything through the lens of Scripture, mm-hmm. right, we don't come to it right the same with the same right. experiences. So, right. being able to listen and learn 
learn with people who have different experiences and have different backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. That's a really important thing for us to do together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and grace is huge. I mean, you said it. We have to have grace with each other because I think a lot of times people don't want to have the conversation because they're afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. or they're afraid that they're going to offend someone or or they just just want this kind of unicorns and rainbows, everything's okay Mm -hmm. kind of approach, which is um, just not real, right? That's not not helpful. And it's not helpful. helpful. We're not getting anywhere. We're not getting that. With that. Right. And so, you know, like Alex was saying, having the conversations, it's okay to be uncomfortable. And that's something I've really wrestled with this past year. Um, like Alex said, um, just wanting to really be okay with getting into those spaces um, in that space of, of discomfort is good for me because it grows me and I think it grows all of us. Um, but having grace with each other as we speak about these things and realizing too, like you said, we come from all different walks of life, all di- different experiences, um, which is a good thing because it, it helps us all have different viewpoints and walk in each other's shoes. So yeah. grace not is so Nate, you're in a different cultural aspect as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not in the South anymore. You're up in New York, right? right? So what's it like in that particular cultural aspect, right? Kind of having these conversations and learning about this process? Yeah, no, that's a a great question. Um, It's funny, you know, growing up and being born and raised in Dallas, Texas, you kind of, you kind of get, uh, you know, not stuck, but you, you definitely have a worldview that's shaped by your surroundings and, and you know, cultural upbringing being in one, in one space. So when I came to New York, you know, every, everybody, everybody from Texas was like, Oh, you know, don't, don't become mean like those New Yorkers, you know, <laughs> keep, keep your, keep your kind heart and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's, it's funny, you know, you move up here and you realize that like, it's just a different culture. People aren't, people aren't mean and uh, people don't have like different, um, people don't, don't act differently. They're just, it's just a different culture. Um, and so when it comes to discussing, um, you know, uh, racial topics or, you know, uh, topics in larger society, um, there, there are definitely times where someone will, I'll be talking to someone that has just a completely different worldview than I do um, and thus a, a different stance on on topics of, of race or, or whatever um, and it's actually been one of the most um, uh, one, of, one of the things that's built me up the most is having to like actually confront people with very very different viewpoints and not only like uh, not only push back on them but actually ask myself hey why do I why do I view, like why do I think this way about this topic is it because I grew up in Dallas Texas where um, everybody kind of has the same idea around this and I've just been programmed over time to think this way um, or like does this person that has in my viewpoint a very very different worldview than me do they have a point like should I actually challenge myself on this? And so um, for me, and I, I know my wife as well, Senya, she has been um, challenged in that way as well. And it's actually built us up to, I believe, be um, be stronger people, well, more well, well-rounded people in general, but also stronger believers. Because, you know, in New York City, nobody's, nobody's dragging you to church in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. if, if, you're, if you're in those circles and, and you, you are, you know, um, making an effort to live out your faith, you better know why and you better be able to defend that. And so um, it's been, it's been an incredible experience um just overall from from our from uh from topics of race to uh to topics of, of the faith 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you guys. I, you know, I'm sitting here and, you know, Dan's asking these incredible questions. And you guys, I just feel like we're having family talk. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting around, you know, the holiday table yeah. that you guys have described in the podcast of, you know, just talking and diving in and listening to each other and going back on different ideas and topics. And that is absolutely incredible. And we are so grateful that you guys have been here and able to talk about these things and, you know, help teach and you know our alums and anybody listening our families and parents and prospective families out there just you know what is going on in the minds of some of our PCA alumni and you know we how to think outside of just yourself and um, we are so grateful for this time with you guys thank you last question last question last question any um, book or podcast other than the PCA alumni podcast Anything out there that you guys are reading or listening to that you would just want to recommend? Ooh, good question. To, to some other alumni out there that you're just like, oh, you got to read this, you got to yes. listen to that. The Dave Ramsey Show. Dave oh, <laughs> get your uh, get your personal finance. Get your baby steps. Yep. Get, get your baby steps. <laughs> I'd recommend Amen. that for sure. Thank yeah. you, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love the uh, the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. Okay. is fantastic. I, have you listened to that before? No, I gotta it's listen to so that. So good. She interviews people of all different walks of life. Wow. And, um, um, and it's and she views it through a lens of scripture, which is really good. So okay. I love that podcast. We'll have to listen. Nate, I would say a couple things. Um, there's one called I believe it's called Pass the Mic. Um, oh, it's that's a great. You, what'd you say, Lindsay? That's a good one. Pass the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Pass the mic. Um, they. Uh, it's it's a it's it's hosted by um, a, a few people of color and. Um, they just talk, cover topics of race and, and again view it through a biblical worldview and then also just a book I've read recently that's kind of um, hit me it's, it's, a, it's a very very short read but Alex actually yeah. um, was one of the first ones who turned me on to it A Tale of Three Kings um, oh, it's so just good. it's been yeah mm-hmm. it's a great a great, uh, a great story on humility um, and learning how to lead and also um, how ready. to you know submit, submit to leaders yeah. so I would Love say that, that's a, a good one to read yeah. there's a book too one last one uh, it's called Be the Bridge by Latasha Morrison. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, that's a fantastic book. Uh, again, it's Bible the, study type thing. It's well, it's a. It can be a Bible study, absolutely. It's very much, yeah, um, through the lens of Scripture, but learning how to bridge the gap uh, between racial tensions. Okay. Um, from a Christian perspective, so fantastic. It's a great ministry. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been you. so great. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today on Life Talk where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's word. Until next time, let your life talk.